match, man. You know the fuck that nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> All right, fuck it, let's get it. Yes, sir. What's popping with y'all, man? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of A Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. Oh, gee, Hatch, man, you know who the fuck it is, man. A.K.A. Mr. Gear Gorilla Gold Medal, if shit nasty. <laughs> What's popping with y'all, man? Hopefully, out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe, man. It's a whole lot of shit. Going on these motherfucking treasures, man. Take shit each and every motherfucking week. I'm gonna say shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in, joining the conversation, bro. I truly appreciate all the love, support, man. Let's keep running these motherfucking numbers up. No matter if it's on YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Audio Mac, etc., etc. It does not matter. It does not matter. <laughs> I'm pulling up. You're pulling up, supporting the kid. We're in this bitch. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> So definitely shout out to all the day one listeners and my last time listeners as well, man. Um, don't matter to me at all, man. I'm just here for I'm just here for the motherfucking show. How about that? <laughs> um, it's a whole lot of shit going on, man. It's episode eighty five. We on the grind of one hundred. That shit don't stop for so for a motherfucking soul today. Each and every motherfucking week as well. Um, you know it's a whole lot of shit on the motherfucking docket, bro. It's a whole lot of shit. R. Kelly strikes again. <laughs> How does he do it? <laughs> This man's literally in jail doing the same creepy antics he was doing. He was a freeman. <laughs> How? <laughs> um, also, man, on the docket, we got can men handle what they dish out? I got to give my honest, deep dive opinion, uh, opinion on that because I think that's one of the dumbest fucking debates or statements that's, been, that's ever been made. But I got to give my honest opinion about that shit. Also, we got on the, on the docket, is there clout in smashing the dude's baby mama? Look. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> we got to do a deep dive about that as well, which also leads into the question of the motherfucking week. How much money do you need to have to feel comfortable paying for sex? I don't think there's a dollar amount, but we must talk about it because niggas is paying for the pussy. I've been getting for free all my life. <laughs> 50 Cent backs Monique. Is that enough? Like Monique has been blackballed from, from doing any major fucking work over the last couple of years. Is 50 Cent backing her enough? Hmm. We got to talk about that as well. Mike Tyson proves again that he's the scariest man alive. <laughs> alive! <laughs> and also, in the in past week, we came across some news about a real-life Juana man, a.k.a. Leah Thomas. I got to get into it. Is it fair or is it motherfucking foul? <laughs> I don't know. But before I do that, man, you know, I, I want to say this before I get into the motherfucking doc because I don't want to forget. I, I, I want to make sure I brought it up because it'd be so much stuff that I'd be coming thinking about throughout the motherfucking day before I press record. And I'd be like, yeah, I got to bring it up on the podcast. And once I go to edit the podcast, I never brought up the shit that I was really doing a deep dive on all motherfucking day. Um, but I want to make sure I brought this up because, you know, over the last couple of days, um, probably what was this like? Probably Friday, Saturday. Um, over the over the weekend, let's just say over the weekend, I put up on social medias um, about this podcast. Should I make this a a uh, a live web show? Uh, because I I kind of feel like my my podcast is set up like a fucking web show. Um, if you watch this on YouTube at the OG Hash uh, TV YouTube channel 
what up ring that bell drop a like comment all that good shit the youtubers say but also you understand what i'm saying if you look at my podcast I, i've come to realize that my shit looks a lot different than a lot of other people's podcasts now granted this isn't the the uh the final layout that i want my podcast to look like but this is just what i got right now and i'm very comfortable and content with what i got right now for the time being obviously big changes will be coming in the very near future but as of right now this is what the fuck i got and as I look at my podcast and I compare it, and I'm not I using the word compare, but when I come across other people's podcasts that's not, you know, say major platform uh, podcasters yet, they shit look like all kind of the same. Sitting on the couch or sitting at a motherfucking me table with a mic, with a far ass camera out with a big backdrop, but nothing behind them. And my shit looks kind of different. Obviously, I got my background, but I can have a fucking web show. I got a ticker going across like I'm ESPN and shit. I control the screen and shit. All that good shit I bring my guest on. It looks totally different. I got a background, my, my cover art. My shit look fly. <laughs> I'm going to pat myself on the back. My shit look kind of fly. <laughs> of course, I can be upgraded, but shit looks fly. But with my show looking at the way it does, I, I asked all the friends of the show um, on my social medias, on Facebook, on at OG Hatch, on Twitter, at OG Hatch underscore um, Instagram, at OG Hatch, TikTok, OG Hatch TV. I'm all over the place. But I asked all the friends of the motherfucking show, should I make this podcast a live show? Obviously, we would keep the episodes the motherfucking same, but I just want to see if I could get a live show going to help the engagement of this community grow. Um, just because there's so many people that's tapped in with the conversations, man, we're getting hundreds and hundreds of views each and every motherfucking week. Um, but the engagement just isn't quite where I want it to be yet. Obviously, you can't force that. You have to make sure that stuff is organic and it's just happening uh, because people is fucking with you the right way. But I think there are also things that I can do that can help um, speed up that process and, and step out of my comfort zone, which is making this a live show, which would you know also bring in live guests, um, not live guests, but live viewership uh, with comments and things of that nature, which could change the show entirely. Um, you never know what the fuck can happen when you bring in live comment sections and things like that. But I'm willing to do that for you guys because I want this show and this platform to be as big as it can be. Um, and I think becoming a live show and bringing in so many people that will be watching this live and, and commenting um, and taking the conversation wherever it goes at that point in time, I think that will do wonders for this platform. Now, I'm really open to doing that. Um, so within the next couple of weeks, we will be making that official change to the platform. I'm not sure if it will be next week, but we will be doing that. Um, I just wanted to make sure I got it off my chest before I forgot, man. I be smoking a lot of weed. B. <laughs> I smoke a lot of dough. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get to the motherfucking docket, man. Um, first things first, man. Let's get to our motherfucking Kelly, bro. <laughs> Roberto Kelly. You know, news came out, or uh, well, video came out, I should say, of um, <laughs> a young woman who. Um, her father is this is this is the story how the story goes. Her father was was in jail with R. Kelly. And she got R. Kelly on the phone and got R. Kelly to sing to her. And everybody around the world is talking about, oh, is R. Kelly singing to a girl like ha ha cracking the jokes. And I gotta be honest with you, there was nothing funny about this to me. To me, this is R. Kelly doing the same exact thing he was doing when he was a free man. Because this is R. Kelly we're talking about. There's nothing different about R. Kelly's reputation and, and, and the rumors about him in 2022 than there was in 2000. Than there was in the late 90s. It's the same man. So from when I seen this video of a young girl on the phone with R. Kelly while he's in jail because her father was in jail with him, I instantly thought of 
This is why those young girls were victims in the first place. Because this creepy motherfucker named Robert Kelly is a star and people don't care. Why is this man able to talk to your daughter and he's in jail for what he's in jail for? How is that possible? But it's like nobody's tripping off. Everybody's making jokes about R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly, he doing phone calls. Damn, the phone calls. We got to talk about how R. Kelly has once again managed to somehow get another parent to give accessibility of their child to R. Kelly. That's what I saw. So it, it, it blows my mind, fam. How is he able to do this? You would think when a nigga goes to jail with the crooks, <laughs> with the crooks and the cons, <laughs> that's not big when I said, with the crooks and the cons, <laughs> you would think when he goes there that it's open season. Like he won't be able to do that. I know them niggas are stupid in, in jail, but you would think like he wouldn't be able to get away with that with them. He moving like he think they pussy. <laughs> like that's how he moving. And I don't and, and I don't care. People can say I'm reading too much into it. But how can I not read too much into it when you've done the things you've done? I can't give you the benefit of the doubt that you, you just want to wish a happy birthday, huh? Out of all the people in the world, Robert Kelly, you want to wish this young girl happy birthday? Just at the at the kindness of your heart. No, you nasty fuck. Your dick was probably hard because they nasty. I know the stories. You pissed on somebody. Who pisses on people? Nasty people. I don't give a damn if it's in pornos. That's nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> but in all seriousness, how is this man? Like, do y'all not see how easy that was that? That's that how easy it is for somebody of his status to still have accessibility. Young girl, young women. Like, do y'all not see this? And even if this woman is a, is of age, the simple fact that a man who uh, uh, who comes across R. Kelly, knowing his reputation, knowing his history, who was just in jail with this man, it, he ain't free no more. Times has changed. He's in jail for the shit he didn't did. For all the shit we know about, he's in jail for that shit now. To think that a man was still by fuck say fuck all that and still give his daughter his daughter's number had give the accessibility of his young child his baby his baby girl to R. Kelly do y'all not see how fucking easy it is for this shit to happen like we always sat back and was like how can these how can parents do this you know the whole Michael Jackson the R. Kelly how can parents just I blame the parents how can they just just say fuck and just do this to their child. Here's an example right here. It's as it's as easy as that, my G. It's as easy as that. But everybody want to crack jokes and just think it's he he ha ha. It's he he ha ha, huh? Okay, okay. So just just so we all know about pen pals and and all that shit, right? Okay. But R. Kelly got this young girl number. You think she ain't gonna never call R. Kelly again? You think she's never going to use that? You think she won't answer that phone to R. Kelly call? Be honest with yourself. 
We've all just been. If that's the case, if that do happen, and the wood is all over there, pause. But I can't knock on it. We would hate to see it happen. But if it does happen, we witnessed it. We 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 seen what that relationship was birth. But y'all thought it was funny at the, at the time. Come on, man, open your fucking eyes, B. <laughs> open your eyes, G. <laughs> um, moving on, man. You know. Man, when I be talking, bro, my fucking mouth be getting dry as fuck. You know, there's a there's a there's been things going on as of late that's brought this conversation back up, this topic back up. But it's always been something that you've always heard when talking about relationships between women and men, the things that men do to women, and that they just won't accept it from. You know, women doing it to them. And, you know, for the people who's listened to this and not watched on, on, on YouTube, on the screen, I have the question, can men handle what they dish out? And honestly, I always thought that was some of the, the dumbest statement or the dumbest retort to anything. So it's a threat to that situation because who stays for bullshit and accept different and expect different because I I don't give kudos and I don't give props to people who stay in toxic relationships. I don't like I, you can tell me you love them. You can tell me this, but when you ultimately end up leaving 10 years later, I'm going to tell you wasted 10 years of your life because you weren't happy. If you were getting cheated on, look, this is to all ladies of the show, all lady friends of the show. If you're dealing with a man, and if you can be, if it can be me, if you're dealing with a man and he's cheated on you, you can leave. You don't have to accept being cheated on multiple times. You don't have to accept a man's going to be a man. You don't have to accept that. You can leave. You can go find happiness. You can go find a man that won't cheat on you. All men don't cheat. I'm, I, I'm beyond. All men don't cheat. I'm be honest with you. I believe in karma. I don't cheat. I've never cheated on anyone in my. Well, I'm probably the wrong nigga to say that. I ain't never been in an actual relationship, but <laughs> I've never. I don't even. I'd rather break up with someone than cheat. In high school and in middle school, and I had girlfriends. I've never cheated. I had multiple chances to never cheated. All men don't cheat. So you don't have to stay there. You can leave. Because the same way a man, most men, well, some men will leave after you mess up that first time. You can do that. You stand and getting cheated on over and over again. That lets that says a lot about you and, and your insecurities in those moments and, and what you're and what you put up with. What you've probably seen growing up and accepted and thought was the norm. That doesn't mean you that doesn't mean that when when you cheat on a man, he loses trust in you, that he has to stay. Just because when you lost trust, you decide to stay. It makes no sense for you to stay. You forced yourself to love someone. You can't be mad when someone doesn't turn around and do that same thing to you. So when people say, when, so when women say men can't handle what they dish out, no, no one can handle that. You were going through hell trying to trying to handle that, weren't you? You weren't happy. 
That's why when you finally stepped off and got some of that side dick, you're happy now. Now you on social media with your chest out talking big shit because you're happy now. You got your bravado back because you're back. You weren't yourself when you were trying to force yourself to be happy. No one can handle that. You don't have to stay. Baby, leave. Go be happy. You know how many women I've told that to? Like, baby girl, go be happy. I never let me never let me stop you from being happy. I don't feel comfortable as a man knowing that I'm keeping a woman from being happy. I don't give a damn how 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 uh, fat her ass is, how wet that box get, how 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 many uh, tricks she do with her throat. I don't care if I fuck with you. If I really fuck with you, I will. I'm okay with you going off and being happy. I'm cool with that. I already. If if we're not getting serious, I already did what the fuck I was gonna do. It's I'm being honest. I can't do nothing but be honest. So no, we men can't handle what they dish out. Women can't handle what men dish out. Nobody can handle that. You do not have to put up with that. You don't. If you stay, you stay. But you're not. I'm not thinking you a cookie for standing up with somebody because they cheated on you. And you expecting different? I'm not finna give you a cookie for that. I'm sorry. And I'm not finna and I'm, and I'm not finna say, oh, that person did wrong because when you when the, when the, when the, when the uh, tables was turned, they upped and left. Nigga, they don't trust you no more. They doing what I would do. They doing what I would expect you would do. But you said no. So my, I just, I just, I hate that statement. I hate that 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 argument and debate because it's it's such commonly used and it's so stupid. Anytime I, I, I see a woman, and I have women in my family, women in my family, you know what I mean? I my mother's been through shit like that. We we've had these conversations where she's been in relationships and she stayed because she thought it was the better man for her kids. And I always talk and I told her, like, fuck that nigga. I need you to be happy. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing because it's helping me. Because I'm only being cool to niggas. I'm thinking he helping, making you happy. So we all living in fucking hell. It's all we all thinking shit is fucked up and, and we can change this. But people don't do it because they, they expected something different when the person's already showed you. No. I'm gonna cheat. You're gonna take me back. So why not cheat again? If I say sorry, you're gonna take me back. That you be proving that. So I, I I really hate that. I hate that argument, man. I, I truly do. And I know it's a lot of niggas out there. They probably like, nigga, you blowing up the spot. <laughs> they probably saying, hash, you blowing up the spot, man. You making it high. You, you old snake-ass nigga. You can call it what you want, B. You can call it what you want because in all honesty, in all honesty, if you, if you truly out here cheating on, if you cheating on a woman, like if you just, if you're still che- you just cheating on her continuously, you're you a dirtbag ass nigga. Like I'm not saying mistakes don't happen, but if this is if you with a chick and you just hitting whoever on all the time on a regular basis, but you still claiming this woman, you got this woman tied to you, you an ancient ass nigga. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't biting my tongue. You, there, you, there's nothing good about you, buddy, <laughs> because you're purposely hurting somebody. I don't trust people that purposely hurts people over and over and over again. I just don't. So this ain't the podcast for you. <laughs> this ain't the podcast for you, bro. I got to keep it real with everybody. If, if, if niggas got a problem with that, then they so be it, my G. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> um, 
You know, moving on, man. You know. One of the topics that brought up the whole can men handle their own shit um, with the shit that they dish out was this whole little baby and Jada situation. Now, I think I've talked about little baby and Jada a few times on this podcast. I know I've talked about the little baby and the whole I'm electric porn star situation um, that happened. Uh, what was it like two years ago? In the first part of time, I first started this podcast. Um, but if you got Twitter, you got social media, you know, little baby and Jada has been on again, off again type of relationship. There's been multiple rumors of little baby cheating on, on Jada and shit like that, man. Young, young rap shit, <laughs> young rapper shit. <clears throat> and she stayed. And then she apparently got caught up because she stepped out and tried to get her lick back. You know what I mean? And um, he couldn't handle it. But the story comes out that truly what happened is Lil Baby smashed, was trying to link up or smash Chief Keith's baby mama. And in revenge, in turn, uh, Jada was was. Fucking with Chief Keefer, heading up Chief Keefer, some shit like that. So he say, she say shit at this point. But the, the, the reason why I truly bring this is because if, if this little baby messing with Chief Keefer, baby mama stuff is true. I've seen so many rappers messing with this particular woman, this particular baby mama of Chief Keefer. And I got to be honest with you, she's not bad at all. Like it, I don't, I don't even like when I seen she was Chief Keith's baby mama. I was like, "Yo, dude, must have been off that lean." Like she's truly not my cup of tea, so to say. But it made me ask this question because is there clout in smashing a nigga's baby mama? We gotta ask the question because we see it so often. Where these rappers are sleeping with Chief Keith's baby mama and it's vice versa. Like niggas baby mamas be getting passed around. And I want is there clout in that? Because I talked about this podcast before the niggas is groupies for groupies. And when you see somebody's baby mama getting passed around, you just automatically assume like she's a groupie. But when you keep seeing niggas keep messing with her, okay, you're a groupie for her because she's tied to a certain nigga. We know the clout that comes with being certain rappers' baby mamas. But it's like, how much clout is in that? Because I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna take y'all behind the curtain. You know, this may be a little bit too too much information. But I'm currently fucking a nigga's baby mama right now. And I don't feel too cool about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, shorty fine. You know what I'm saying? She got some, she got some fire. You know, so I fuck with her and all that, but like, I don't feel like I got the upper hand on this nigga. Like, I don't automatically think I can, you know what I'm saying, beat this nigga on the basketball court or nothing like that. Like, this nigga probably got a, he probably lefty. I don't know. <laughs> he probably got a trade ball. I don't know. But it's like, is there clout in that? Like, do niggas feel empowered about it? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously asking this question because when I see so many people move in a certain way, it, it starts to make me feel like, damn, like, am I missing something? Like, is there an inside joke with this? Like, so I give, like, if niggas had tension, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole Young Dolphin, rest in peace, Young Dolphin, the whole Young Dolphin, Yo Gotti situation, like, I get that. Like, you got beef with a nigga, and you, you know what I'm saying? He beef with you because you smash his chick. 
I get why you would bring it up on dinner every album. I, I get that. I, I get it. But like, just for like regular shit, like if I ain't got beef with dude, if I don't even know dude, and I end up smacking your baby, I should say, I shouldn't say smack. Goddamn. <laughs> if I end up having sex with your baby moms, like, what clout is in that? Like, what? Where's the? Where's the cool factor in that? Like, I, we gotta stop using women as pawns. <laughs> We gotta stop using women as pawns, but can we please stop? Can we can we stop that in 2022? Can we stop using women as pawns? Because I don't get it. Like some shit, like if I took a nigga bag, if I took a nigga lick or something, like we had we was both going for an endorsement deal or something, and I end up getting it. That's a flex to me. If I if I took if I'm taking your bread, that's a flex. If my business and my money is stacking and being better than yours, that's a flex. Me smashing your baby mom is not a flex. You, she's your baby mom. If anything, I'm getting seconds. How is that? A, that's not a flex to me. There's no way I can flip this if I don't have beef for dude. There's no way you can flip that. So it's the, I, I, I truly just wanted to know because I see so many dudes sleeping with this dude's baby mama. And I'm t- she's not. And, and look, looks is. Looks is one of those things, man. And I got to stop saying, I came to the point where I got to stop saying people is ugly because looks is one of those things, man, that they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder for a reason, fam. Because it's women that I think is just flat out beautiful. I'm talking about beautiful. And I can show them same women to some of my homeboys and some of the dudes I know, some of the chicks I know. They like girls. They be like, nah, she ain't it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they vice versa. They can show me somebody that they think is just drop dead gorgeous. And I just be like, nah. Wouldn't touch her with a mother me 10-foot pole. So it looks as one of those things that it's a bit, you know what I'm saying, up in the air. But with this one, you keep seeing people sleeping with this particular rapper's baby mama. It's like, how? Why? Like, why? How is this going down? Like, I don't even... <laughs> And it, 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 it's, it's one of those wild things, bro. Like I said, I'm hey, I'm I'm currently hitting a, a, a nigga's baby mama. I don't even fuck. I'm, 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 I'm fuck. I'm gonna say checkmate, nigga. <laughs> nah, I don't feel like that now, nah, bro. That's cool, like you know what I'm saying. Like it is what it is, type shit. Um, but sticking with sticking with this whole little baby thing is because when the receipts came out. Because they're saying, look, it was allegedly another Chief Keys baby mom that, that the uh, the messages were sent to, not the one that, you know what I'm saying, everybody's hidden. But another one pulled out some receipts saying that little baby was paying for this pussy. And that leads me to the question of the week because payment for pussy has been going on since the dawn of time. That was the first hustle. Pussy has been getting sold since the dawn. That's 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 a business that will never go out. Pussy will be sold. But the question of the week is, how much money do you need to have to feel comfy paying for sex? And the reason why I say that is because, I'm be honest with you, OG motherfucking Hatch, host of this podcast, Thin Line Between Jeans and Sandy. <laughs> I've always had the mindset I will never pay for sex. I've never paid for sex. I've never exchanged 
weed for or, or drugs for sex. I've never done anything of the nature to where I felt like I was paying for sex. Now, have I been on dates? Yes. Have I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, had had food, went to dinner, had, you know what I'm saying, had moments of shit like that. You know, have I spent money on a night out with a woman? Yes. And the night ended in sex? Yes. But I didn't do any of those things thinking sex was going to be, it was going to equal sex. I did those things because that's what the fuck we was doing. If we going out to eat, I'm just paying for dinner. I'm that type of nigga. I'm not paying for dinner thinking she's going to pay me back in sex. But some niggas think like that. Some niggas think we all pay for pussy if we courting a woman, taking her on dates. I don't think like that. I think that's kind of a weird way of looking at shit. I'm be honest with you. But I've always had the mindset I would never pay for sex. And I go, oh, and I gotta be honest with you, I ain't got money like that either. <laughs> My rent just went up three hundred dollars, so I ain't really out here going crazy on the shopping sprees and shit like that either. But you know, it's niggas, niggas, niggas' pockets be tight sometimes, and especially in the first of the month when bills is due. So I've never ever been in a situation or in a position to where I could pay for some sex and be cool with that. I still like get mad when I gotta spend, you know what I'm saying, a certain amount of money on certain shit. But there's something about paying for sex that just doesn't sit right with me. Because I've been getting it for free for all my life. I don't see how I would end up paying for that. Now I see people talk about, you know what I'm saying, the set. You're not actually paying for the sex, you're paying for the um you paying for the uh, the time saved or something like that. People don't want to go into the whole, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, coordinating and the, you know, send the four player. They just want to get straight to the cheeks. I get that, but I've been in a situation to where Shorty just came over and we got straight to the cheeks and I didn't pay for shit. <laughs> like, I would crack a few jokes, feel the vibe out, probably light a candle. I'm in the pussy. I'm, walls is wet. But it's just, I see it so common that, you know, rappers or, you know, especially Lil Baby. It's like every time you hear about Lil Baby cheating, he didn't left some money behind. <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't left, he didn't left some G's behind. But I see it so common with these rappers about them smashing and leaving the money behind. I don't, I, I don't know what that is about. Cause I don't know if that's I don't know if that's truly about yeah I don't I think that's more so about trying to still let Shorty know you that nigga that's truly what I think it is because if sure if you, if you didn't straight go get a porn star I mean not porn star you sure get a prostitute you're truly just doing some shit you truly just leaving a tip you truly just leave you you enjoyed her that much you just left her some money that, that's truly what you was doing you truly just want to feel like the man. Because I, I I would never understand paying for some sex, especially if she's not even a prostitute. It's just short a, a stripper, a, a stripper bitch at the club. You smack, and you gave her two G's. Now on the flip side is, I don't knock any woman that's doing this. Now would I be personally attracted to it? I be trying to do some shit with her? No, but I don't I don't knock any woman that's you know what I'm saying doing what the fuck they gotta do. Because we all fucking, you might as well get paid for it if you're struggling. You can't do shit else. You might as well. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on how comfortable you is with doing certain shit. 
I know motherfuckers. Are, I know people that's are just that's fucking random folks on the regular, and ain't got enough money to go get some Chick Fil A, and 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 and, and, and fucking and risking they risking their health every day. I know motherfuckers that's been doing it since we was fucking kids. So I'll never knock somebody for being a sex worker or being a porn star or anything like that. Would I be on, on a personal level trying to bring a woman to my life that did something like that? Fuck no. I don't even want. I don't even want to fuck. To be honest with you, if I knew you a prostitute, what the fuck I look like? I, I, how can I? No, come on now. <laughs> how can I do that? But the question of the week, the question of the week to all the friends of the show: How much money do you truly need to have to feel comfortable leaving that money behind? Let's say, let's say you leaving behind three hundred dollars. You smash a chick. Now I seen a clip where it was like it was five hundred dollars for two minutes. It was a clip of old girl saying she she is smashed. She was smashing for two minutes. And you get five hours for two minutes. So let's say, how much money do you need to have to feel comfortable leaving behind five hundred dollars for some pussy, for some dick, for my ladies out there? How comfortable? How much money do you need to have? Like, do you need to be up a few G's? Do you need to be? Is this like an every payday type shit? <laughs> like, how how much money do you need? I truly need to know because I don't give a fuck how much money I have. Baby, I'm not paying you for no pussy. That's not happening. You're going to give me this pussy voluntarily, <laughs> willingly, you know what I'm saying, with consent, you know what I'm saying, the organic way. I'm not getting out now. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Now, if I hear the fight, if I become a millionaire, billionaire, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You want a Birkin bag? <laughs> That's a form of payment, ain't it? God damn it. <laughs> Serious question, though, man. Hit me up on my DM, man. Let me know y'all motherfucking answer. Or drop a comment on YouTube. Um, Moving on. You know, 50 Cent. Come on this podcast all the time. And, and, and I tell you, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Uh, I don't think 50 Cent gets enough credit for what he's doing in this whole TV space. He's making news right now because 50 Cent is he's he's doing a he's he's making a campaign. He's making a push for Monique to get back into the uh the good graces of Hollywood, I guess. And we all know about the whole Netflix situation Monique had a few years back. She tried to get everybody to boycott now Netflix because she wasn't getting um as much uh, getting the biggest of an offer as she thought she should have got for a role or for a stand-up, I mean. So she wanted black people to, to boycott Netflix. We all said no. I think she was just a few years to a uh, few years ahead because she would have said that right now. I probably would have said I'm with you, Monique, because ain't shit on Netflix. <laughs> ain't shit on Netflix right now. But at the time when she was saying that, I think Ozark had just came out. <laughs> Ozark had just came. Out. I don't know about that. I think it was timing right there, Monique. <laughs> um. But I don't think 50 gets the credit for what he's doing with this TV space because when you look at the actors that he's putting on, you know what I'm saying? Courtney, you got, of course, you have to look at Courtney Kemp, but we got to look at the whole 50 Cent aspect. He brought a lot of viewers to that to that show and also to stars as well. You got to see what he did for Omari Hardwick. You got to see what he did for Lala Anthony. Uh, you got to see what he did for Notori. Uh, you got to think what he's doing for Joseph Sikora as well, who's a, you know, a white man. But when you translate down to what 50's doing right now with the whole... Um, Power Book Two, Ghost with Tariq. You look at the whole Raising Canaan. You look at the whole BMF situation. 
when you look at these shows, he's putting a lot of young black African Americans into starring promising roles. And they all go off to do other things. I think they said Big Meech uh, Jr., uh, Lil Big Meech, whatever, whatever the fuck you call Lil Meech, whatever the fuck you want to call him. He was in Euphoria season two. And we all know how big of a, a hit that Euphoria was. I haven't really watched it, but I know I, I see what motherfuckers, I see people like it. They got a fan base for it. And they said he was on Euphoria season two. So he's also taking another round and taking another leaps to, to, fit, to become an actual known actor. And that all started with 50. I heard, I heard his story, and 50 is the one who told him to do this shit, to get into acting class and take this serious. And 50 put him through a real trial to become a real actor for that role. So when you see what 50's doing for all these young black African Americans and, and having them reach generational success and generational wealth for their families, no one ever truly talks about it. We all see it, but never no one ever truly talks about it. And now that you got 50 Cent back in Monique, you can obviously see a way for Monique to be in, you know what I'm saying, a power role. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know he, he got a show coming out with um with Snoop Dogg, Murder Was a Case Trial. You can, He can easily throw Monique in something like that. But the question is, is it enough? Because sometimes I feel it only takes one person to truly anoint somebody. But it has to be the right person. You know what I mean? And with 50 being in this position with these shows and with having the, the juice to, to stars the way he does, that's pretty much all stars is at this point. It's a 50 cent hub for shows. That's literally all the fuck stars is at this point. Is 50 cent the right person for Monique not to be blackballed from Hollywood? Because she wasn't just beefing with regular folks, bro. She was going at it with quote unquote uh Tyler Perry. Uh, what was the what's the boy name? What's the man name? Uh what's what's the man name? Uh damn, I can't even think of the man name. I think he had something to do with the whole thing, like a man stuff, but the whole Tyler Perry Oprah. She was going at people that was pretty big in the whole in, in Hollywood as far as black producers and, and you know what I'm saying, content creators of that nature. So with 50 Cent having the, 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 the pool on stars that he has, the multitude of shows that he has, and the overall star power that he has, is he enough to bring back Monique? Because if he put her on power, people going to watch it. People going to see how great of an actor she is, how she kills roles. It's never been a, a, a knock on her talent. But how, how, how big would that show really reinvigorate her career? Because I think she could do it. I think you, if you put her in a role like, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 Mary J. Blige was, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, if she was in a role like that, I think Monique could kill that. I think Monique could kill that role. But I think it'll probably take a whole season uh, or, or two for people to really accept Monique back into their good graces because I think the, the people still fuck with her, obviously, but it's it's, it's obvious that her career has kind of went dormant ever since that situation unfolded with her going at Netflix and, and, and making the noise that she was making about uh, women's pay and, and things of that nature in the acting realm. So it's, it's interesting to see, but it is a question that I think people need to be asking themselves. Is it enough and shouldn't it be enough? Because that's Mo fucking neat. Like, that's Mo neat. I don't get, she's been a, a star all my life. Now, she's been an A-list? No, no, no. But <laughs> she's been a star. She's been had classic roles and classic, 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, she had a classic show. She's been in classic movies. And she's just she's always been a great comedian. So it, it is it is weird to see her, her her career took a downslide, but she's still been doing her thing. It's just the light is not on her at all. So I think 50 could help her out a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, moving on, man. We got to get into Mike Tyson. B. <laughs> we got to get into Mike Tyson. You know, on this podcast, I told you guys, I love I, I, the goal of this podcast to one day be one of the leaders of the new generation. Uh, one of the leaders of the new school of podcasting. Podcasting is such still a new uh, form of art that I want to be one of those guys. I've come on this podcast and on social media. I want to be the Nipsey Hustle of podcasting. I still want to have that type of impact in this game, in this realm, in this industry. And I want to eventually bring on guests and I want to bring on celebrities and things of nature and get to good graces of, of people like that. But I always said there's one person I have no desire, <laughs> no desire of talking to. And it's not because I don't respect this man. It's not because I don't think this man is a legend. It's not because I don't think this man is an all-time great fucking human, human being story, a, a story. He's an all-time great story to, that's been told and still being told to this day. But the one person I never want to talk to is Mike Tyson, fam. I'm sorry. I, he's the and it's not I disrespect Mike. Have you ever heard this? It is truly because I know me and I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. You are somebody whose life has been lived in the public eye, and your 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 life story has been told in and out. But you are still the most erratic person ever. It, I can st I still look at Mike Tyson and not and, and I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do in the next ten seconds. I'm I'm not scared of no man. I'm scared of his actions. That man, I know. No, 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 no. He's the only person in this world I don't want to talk to. I don't even want to talk to him over the phone because I don't know what he's going to do. Video came out, you know what I'm saying? It came out. I seen it earlier today. Uh, Mike Tyson proved again why he's the baddest man in the world and also the scariest man in the world still. You know, if it, the Roy Jones Jr. fight that he did, if that didn't prove it for folks that he was still moving and bobbing and weaving the way he was, if that didn't prove it for folks, this video that came out should prove it for folks. You know, it came out, a video came out of Mike Tyson being at a a stand-up comedy club and a uh, spectator, a crowd member came in there and he challenged Mike Tyson to a boxing match. Now, obviously, Mike Tyson's not going to box this dude. But the, things escalated to where, you know, the, the promoter, they're trying to get dude by there. They end up pushing old boy. This nigga pulls out a gun. Everybody go, everybody starts going crazy. I even think, I even think it went off on accident because in the video, it kind of sounded like it went off. And you see the camera go down and you can tell people start moving. Dude's clearly either retarded. I, can you say retarded anymore? I, I don't think you can. Fuck it. Dude's either fucking retarded or he was off that shit. Or he was just drunk as hell. And it was a huge fang, but was drunk as hell, not knowing what he was doing. 
Or he just could have been like that. People are just like that. But as this dude has a gun, when the video comes back on, everybody's still on edge and on toes. Mike Tyson is in the same spot. In the, he didn't move an inch from where he was at when dude was first going crazy and shit. When the gun pulled out, Mike Tyson was still sitting there. Somehow, some way, Mike Tyson was so cool, calm, and collected, he ended up hugging this man. Giving this man a hug. Now, that type shit right there, I can't rock. Like, I can't be in the same room with Mike Tyson because when guns is drawn, Hatch is gone. Hatch is out the window. That's all you. That's all you gonna hear. <laughs> that's all you gonna hear. When gun is out, what the? Where's Hatch? Running down the damn street, knees and elbows, nigga. What are you talking about? Wall break. What's up? <laughs> but Mike Tyson was he, he? He ended up hugging this man. He ended up hugging this man. That lets me like that man was still chilling when this erratic fan whose attention was clearly on him ended up getting upset and ended up pulling out a gun. And Mike Tyson was still chilling. Now I get, you know, there's one thing that's you know, when you in the hood to be comfortable in the hood. But once the motherfucker, once the once the pistol get pulled, you think I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm sweating bricks, nigga. My ass is clenched. I am not trying to get killed. <laughs> what are you talking about? So when I see Mike Tyson do that, fam, it's just like, nah, I can't. I don't. I, I don't care, bro. I got. I respect that man from afar. I don't want nothing to do with Mike Tyson, bro. He is not to be played with in any aspect of life. I don't even want to spar with that nigga. I don't even want to be in a in a five block radius of a gym. Where Mike Tyson is in there hitting the mitts. I don't, like, I don't even want to be in the city, dog. Like, that's that's a bad man. Mike Tyson is a bad man, dog. Like that that to, to see that video, to see that fight against Roy Jones Jr., to see the video where he was in Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Don't like nah, man. He does things like we look at LeBron and be like LeBron, 37 years old. He still going crazy like there's other athletes in history bro that even as they age is still human specimens Mike Tyson is on that list bro we got we got to acknowledge that because that nigga is he's a demon dog <laughs> he's a straight demon and he said he'll be a fight Jake Paul and his brother for four billion dollars and I think Hey, the way money niggas is dropping money on crypto and uh not crypto but uh NFTs. I seen the NFT go for 91 uh 91 million. And it wasn't shit but a what what a picture of the earth. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's a nigga that got a billion dollars, but these networks can put a billion dollars to get a Mike Tyson real fight going, but that should have pop. I ain't gonna fake it. <laughs> Mike motherfucking tight, man. Iron Mike. Um Moving on, man. We got to get into some news, man. And this podcast is the podcast for it. Real life, you want a man shit, man. 
<laughs> you know how Megan is starting to say real hot girl shit. Real life Juana man shit, man. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, Leah Thomas. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm be respectful and I'm gonna call this woman a woman because I don't want no smoke. It doesn't do me any damn. I don't care which woman they call you. Your name is Leah Thomas. Your name is Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas made news because Leah Thomas is a transgender woman who won the NCAA women's. Let me read this shit before I butcher this shit because I be trying to remember stuff off the top of my head. And I be forgetting. I'm too fried for that shit. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it real fast, man. Um, because it's making a lot of headways because you know people are very upset because a woman is is pretty much a, a man. It, it's weird, bro. Because I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Let me try to find this shit, man. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, NCAA. Uh, yeah. All right, here we go, man. So. Aaliyah Thomas, the first transgender athlete to win an NCAA uh, Women's Swimming Division Championship, uh, went from being ranked 462 in the men's division uh, to number one in the women's division. Now, of course, the story's crazy as fuck. The video is crazy as fuck. The imagery of Aaliyah Thomas is crazy as fuck. Once once known as William Thomas, uh, took a few letters out. Now it's, it's Leah. <coughs> And obviously the big the big news is they won, she she won <coughs> excuse me she won you know the, the NCAA championship. The funny shit is is being ranked four hundred and sixty two in the men's, and then changing your name and putting a wig on and saying you're a woman, and now you rank number one in the women's division. Now there is a part of me that. I want to be, I, I want to be careful with what I say because I think it, I, my my main question is how what is the criteria that you need to go that that you need to meet to be considered a woman? Because the simple fact that Leah Thomas was ranked four hundred and sixty two as a man lets me know that you were a man not too long ago. Like the, that lets you know you were a man not too long ago. Because you were ranked in NCAA. Now, I don't get it. could have been two years, three years. You were a man not too long ago. So the question is, did this man just literally walk up and say, I'm identifying as a woman, put a wig on, and, and was signed up with the women? Because that's not fair. Why don't transgender women compete against transgender women? If men compete against men, women compete against women, why not just have transgender men go against transgender men and transgender women go against transgender women? It's already divided up. Like it's already split up. So it's not like we're, we're being mean or being harsh to a certain, a certain group of people because it's already men against men and women against women. Now there are some co-op sports, some you know, some, some co-ed sports, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They have those, but it makes no sense because that man still looked and sounded like a man. Leah Thomas 
sounded like William Thomas. He looked, she looked like William Thomas. She swam like William Thomas. So it's completely unfair because when you see the, the, the picture of the podium, the two born women up there look so fucking disturbed. They look low. They like they just wasted their whole lifetime of training. <laughs> like their whole season of training was wasted because instead of placing first and second, they third and fourth and fifth and so on and so forth. Because y'all let this six foot nigga come in this motherfucker and start butterfly stroking. Like I like I, I don't get it. Like no, the, it will never make sense to me because you have an upper hand. You have a competitive advantage. It's not about equality and equal rights at this point in time. You have a, you're cheating. There's no difference than somebody taking some damn steroids or performance enhancement drugs and going into a contest and doing that same shit than what the hell Leah Thomas did. No one else in that in that pool at that time had what you had inside of you, and that's the and, that, and that's the testosterone and that's the fucking born uh genetics that a man has over a woman. You have that. There was a reason why you were only ranked four hundred and sixty two in the men's division because there was four hundred and sixty one other men who had that same shit you had. They were just better than you. It doesn't shock me that once you just say your name is Leah, that now you rank number one. It, it doesn't shock me. You can take Lisa, you can take the best basketball, the women's basketball player in WNBA. She will get her ass bust by the worst nigga in the NBA. That's a fact. Wayne Ellington will go crazy on Sue Bird ass. Like, like Wayne Ellington will cook Sue Bird ass. Nigga, uh, 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 give me, give me, give me, give me one, give me one, give me, uh, give me a power forward, give me that whack ass power, give me a whack big. Taj Gibson, he cooked Brittany Griner ass. He just will. Wonder why? Back down, back down, back down. Elbow in the sternum. Take that. <laughs> Take that, little mama. Dunk. Nuts in the face. Yank on the backboard. Ah! Intimidation factor. Now you look like a bully. Now you look wrong. <laughs> like, that's why. So I don't understand. I just don't get it, fam, how this is, this is this is possible. This is accepted. This is wrong on so many levels. You got to put yourself in the shoes of those female athletes. You have to. I seen Vlad. Say if Kevin Durant put a wig on and went to the WNBA, Kevin Durant will bust their ass. He look what he's doing to the men. He he's averaging thirty against men. He will average a hundred points against women. That's a fact. That's a fact. If Le, if LeBron James was in the WNBA, come on. If, if Mike Tyson, who I just got through talking about, right now, if Mike Tyson right now said his name was Michelle Tyson, Michelle Tyson, Monica Tyson, pick one. If he said that, 
put on a wig, and went and started fighting Clarissa Shields and them. Who the hell you think gonna win? You think Mike Tyson won't knock Clarissa Shields' ass out? You think he would knock uh, Layla Ali ass out? Come on, man. How the hell is this? How the hell is Leah Thompson competing against regular women? And now that may sound harsh to some of y'all, but how the fuck is that possible? That and what and what world is that fair, dog? Like, help me understand. That's why I said I have to get a transgender on this podcast, bro, because there's so many conversations and topics and so many questions that I have because this shit doesn't make sense. I'm all for equality. I'm all for people being identified with the fuck you want to be identified with because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's all crazy and wild ass shit to me. So I really don't give a fuck. But I I, I I draw a line to where you're cheating. You're having a competitive advantage. You're having a competitive advantage. I was an athlete, my nigga. And I, saw, I was somebody who bust my ass to get the shit that I got as an athlete. I didn't I had I had natural talents that and I was overlooked. I had to bust my ass. I had to bust my ass so my natural talents was secondary. I didn't use that shit no more. I used my, I paid attention to the small details. I became who the fuck I became. So I sympathize with, with, with the athletes that's in the position to where they're competing against somebody who has a damn advantage against them. You have a, you know what? Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't hear me. <laughs> y'all don't hear me though. So I, yeah, y'all don't hear me because I don't even want to rant on this because it's wrong as fuck. It shouldn't have been allowed. Who, who's shocked? Who's shocked? You know what I'm saying? Who's shocked? It, it's in, it should be embarrassing, and it should be talked about in in, in um in the off season, um with the with the with the committee, the board, whoever the fuck got to talk about this shit, the Supreme Court, whoever got to talk about this shit, this should be stopped because this is gonna be, this is opening up the floodgates. This is opening up the floodgates for all the bum for all the bum niggas who couldn't who couldn't scratch the surface. They gonna they just gonna change their name. Because who to say you can't? Like I said, dude was a he, he was a man not too long ago, and I and I ain't I wasn't looking at his speedo that closely, so I don't know if his you know if he still got a dick or not. I don't know I don't know if it was bulging or not. But the simple fact that he can just change his name, take some letters out of his name, and still look and sound like a man lets me know that what if he just changes? He goes through this process just to win these medals, and then. In, a year, two, three, four, five years later, go back to being William Thomas. You know what we call that? A fucking finesse. <laughs> a finesse. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. That ain't right. That ain't right at all, dog. And I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't ride with that shit, man. I truly motherfucking can't. Um. Fuck, man. I think that's all we got on the docket. Let me see. R. Kelly. Men handling what they dish out is clout. Fucking somebody, uh, some other nigga, baby mama, little baby, chief key. Question of the week: Fifty Cent, Monique, Mike Tyson, and Joanna motherfucking man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's all we got on the docket, bro. Um, I do want to say this, you know, what I'm saying because I, I I was thinking about this earlier because I was talking about how Fifty Cent doesn't get enough credit and um and what he does and things like that. I put this on social media. I believe it was yesterday. Somebody who doesn't get enough credit in the whole 
rapper turned actor debate. We always talk about, you know what I'm saying, Will Smith, obviously, Ice Cube, uh, somewhat, not a rapper, but, you know what I'm saying, a singer, and Jamie Foxx. Uh, we always talk about those LL Cool J. We always throw those names out there all the damn time. We don't talk about Ice-T enough. Like, Ice-T, bro, I know a lot of people really don't know Ice-T from being a rapper. Niggas stopped rapping, like, hella early, like, in the 80s, damn near, bro. Like, he he became a, a actor, like, in the 90s or in the late 80s type shit. But he was a he's a legendary rapper. And I don't really think he gets the credit he deserves to being a, a great actor. You know, so of course you got New Jack City, you got a few other films. I just can't think of the top of my head. But he got he's on literally probably the best show on TV. And that's Law and Order SVU. Like Law and Order SVU is probably the best show on TV. It's been consistently great for 23 seasons or the 20 yeah, 23 seasons now. Or is it 26? I think it's 23. Yeah, I think it's 23 seasons. That's uh, he's been there since what season two, I believe. So he's been he's been on that show since damn near day one. And you can't really take Finn off that show. So it's like, I want to take this moment to give Ice T his props, man. Like Ice T from, from being the who he was as a rapper to being who he is as an actor. Like, nah, he he gonna forever be straight in my eyes, bro. Like, Ice-T, you, you that nigga, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. You, you that man. Um, uh, that's all I got, man. So I do want to say this, man. Um, Thank you to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's tapped in. Join this conversation, man, all across the motherfucking world. Uh, everybody's tapped in. All my day one listeners, my last time listeners, man. I truly appreciate all love support, man. Let's keep running this empire up, man. Um, you might listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, audio Mac Anchor, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, bro. Let's keep running these numbers up, man. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, within the next couple of weeks here, within the next couple of episodes, we will be making this a live web show. Uh, I will be uh, give dropping the links to the live. We'll be doing it on Twitch, YouTube, um, or Facebook or Twitter, bro. Maybe just be doing it on Twitch, um, just so I can get you know the more people to, to one platform. But more details about that will be dropping in the next couple of weeks, man. Uh, we'll be making this a live show, man. Still be dropping up the podcast episodes, recorded episodes for you guys, chopped up and edited. So just in case we're doing a live show, we go a little too crazy. I still uh, chop it up and edit it for you guys so you still get that same podcast feeling. Um, but we are, I am trying to, you know, grow this platform for you guys, man, so you all can be happy as fuck that you're a friend of this show uh, and that we can all be successful, man. It, the more successful I get with this platform, um, that success is y'all. It's also y'all's. But if there's any money that come with that shit, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> um, but fuck it, man. You know I give it up, man. It's all love these ways. You know what I'm saying? Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing the main thing. Um, stay safe. Stay sharp. Stay sane. And I'll y'all next week, man. I'm out this motherfucker. Peace. <laughs> Hey, man, that nigga R. Kelly, dog. <laughs> I don't get it. How is it possible that Roberto Kelly is still able to pull these nasty-ass, predatorial-ass tricks in jail? It's a cold world. I ain't talking J. Cole, man. Drop another album, bitch-ass nigga. <laughs>